2: It's Friday, we're hanging out with Julia and Brittany today. We've got some great news for you guys. Wow, Madonna was just spectacular last night on Jimmy Fallon. But until then, let's talk to Julia and... It's Brittany,
3: Witch, You need to turn your mic on before you complain. I'm like... I mean, you She wants it's... her own song now. <laughs> Don't you know this whole show is your own song? True. This three hours is a dedication to Julia and Lori. <laughs> Okay, so I get one moment where they someone says my name, I know, and
1: then my own laughter. Okay, so I was telling the tennis girls because Brittany has um, is on my tennis team now. Um, we had a sweep last night. Ooh, I know. So the new season kicked off last night, and um, there was a racquetball tournament going on at the same time. I haven't seen one of those, but it was just crazy at the club last night, Brittany.
3: I love racquetball in. Wait, no, 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 no. I was thinking badminton.
1: I have oh, no interest in racquetball. Okay, the difference between the two is huge. It's huge. But okay, so good for you. Um, Thank you. But anyway, I was telling them about how you rode a car for, you rode on a roller coaster, the wild thing, for 11 days and almost won a car. Yeah. And but it this was, was, was called drives, Ride or Drive. Survive it or Drive it. <laughs> or Survive
3: it and Drive it, I think. I always want to say or, but I think it's and. Which would make more sense, right? Like survive it.
1: Yeah. And then you get to drive it. I mean, seriously. And so they had so many questions. And I'm like, well, I didn't listen that well. No, I you mean, never I just, I was just kind of thought it was fun that you did that. So did you sleep on the roller coaster car? Because you were there 11 days.
3: 11 days. And to keep in mind, this was when I was 19. So uh, I was quite... A long time ago I could not do this to this day there's no way no I think four times and I'd be like I need to get off um so yeah we would sleep in it they would stop it they'd park the roller coaster so you did. okay they would go at least an hour or two after it closed so they could just do continuous loops and then they would stop it we'd have to sleep in it we could have the arm bar up <sighs> but if you know anything you know you're we're- tall Well, yeah, I'm tall, and then we, so they they lost enough people, because when we first started, we had enough people to fill the whole thing. Within the first day, 50% were gone. So you got your own full seat. Oh, okay. But it wasn't that big. And then on top of that, I kept having nightmares that it was running, (laughs) so I would grab the arm bar in my sleep and shoot it down, and then the intern for the radio station would be like, oh, Brittany, you did it again, and like have to walk over and push the arm bar to release it back up. I cannot believe you could do
1: that for 11 days. doesn't explain a lot about my mental it status. Does. Like, I got
3: You're shook You're in the right place. Lot. I got shook well, a lot. I remember,
1: you know, because I used to love the roller coasters, but at one point I thought, my brain is separating from my skull. <laughs> I mean, I really thought there's stuff going on up there that it, it could be permanent. <laughs> I mean, and it wasn't on the wild thing. I think it was somewhere else, yeah. but it was just like, I... Perhaps it's time. It was
3: wild. So I used to also be able to lock my legs and take naps while on it.
1: That just it blows me away. It well, I blows mean, me away. I,
3: I, yeah, I'm not. I. It's one of those things I've compartmentalized so much that I almost forget that it happens. And when you asked yesterday about it, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure that happened. You
1: need to th- save this because this one is a good story for the kids. I mean, someday. but I also
3: like don't want to recommend anyone to do it because I like remember randomly crying over things and not very like you were eating. Sure. We we're eating Valley
1: food. Uh, fair food? Did they let you out like a certain amount of times during the day to go to the bathroom? Yes, because oh, you had bathroom breaks, but not often. It was like every so, you
3: know, like two hours we get a bathroom break because we weren't drinking water on there, which is another wild thought. Like, wow, I know
1: wild thing. That's who you are. Okay, so yesterday we learned that you um, are a linguist. You speak, um, oh, God. not dinosaur, but dolphin. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, Wait, and I just. <laughs> I will not. I, I will just not. want to know if you can say Grant's name in Dolphin. Like <laughs> what's his middle name? Russell. Okay.
2: Grant Russell Wangstern.
1: There we go. Because you have a
3: very specific last name.
1: Yeah, i got to have that accent on the end.
3: Yeah, 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 that
1: one, (laughs) for sure. And he kind of laughs like a dolphin. He does! (laughs) So we're all about about the water and swimming and fishies. The dolphins are the nicest. And so the reason this came up is yesterday, um, during Random um, Thoughts, you told us that dolphins are the only animals besides people that name each other. Yeah, that have names that's for each specific other. Specific names for each other. Instead yeah. of, hey, you. Yeah. Hey, of, didn't I do you last night? Like I, hitting, I recognize you. Hey, hey. Hey. Hit. Hit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's where our... Um, are dolphins nice, though? Do we know that? Oh, well, we always know that from Flipper growing up. I know that. I know I'm dating myself, but I always do around you, too. Um, but Flipper. I know Flipper. He was a From kid. Nick at Night. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> that's like the meanest thing you can say to I someone know, older yeah, than you know, is yeah. to say that you saw it on Nick at Night. Well, you
2: know what the sad thing is is Nick at Night now is the shows we used to watch, like Full House and you know and uh, Say by the bell. Not yeah, but like uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like yeah. you go to Nick at Night now, it's what we grew up on. I know that's so.
3: sad.
1: Today I was uh, when I grew up, there was no Nick.
3: I mean, there was night.
1: no night. There was no Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. did have
0: nighttime. Yeah, you just had the five channels. Yeah,
1: That's... we just had the five. I yep. know we're going to talk about this in our
3: in our you know next segment, and I really just want to touch on the fact. So I was at school today with this twenty year old girl. She turned twenty yesterday. Her name's Emma. She's lovely. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her, I was like, yeah, you know, we we're doing this chemistry stuff, and I was like, yeah, today later today, um, I'm going to talk about Madonna and mm-hmm. you know all this crazy stuff with Madonna. And then I looked at her, as serious as I could be, I go, honestly, Emma. Do you know who Madonna is? Oh, yeah. Did she? And she's like, Yeah. And I go, but do, do you really? You? And then she's like, I've heard of her. I was like, oh, because you forget. When's the last time she made music for a twenty year old? Oh. I know. And so she knew who she was, but she was it was one of those moments where I was
1: like, Oh yeah, she's Emma's
3: twenty. Oh no. I know. And then I showed her, you know, the clips, and she's oh, yeah. like, "Yeah."
1: So Brittany broke up. So this is this is how it went down. We we're gonna go because um, it's temporary story. We can't get enough of, which was Madonna on Fallon last night, and um, Lori had been telling us since Monday, because she's in Seattle. Her mom's um, 80th birthday party is happening this weekend, and she's like, Grant Julia you have to watch Fallon mm-hmm. and tape Fallon and do everything about Fallon on Thursday night. Cause Madonna's going to be on it. And, <laughs> and we're like, okay. And you know, I actually, she told us that on Tuesday too. And so I put it on the record and then I totally forgot about it. Last night I'm catching up on Apple plus cause I'm watching the second episode only of the morning show. Mm-hmm. And I start getting texts from Sonia here. And she's like, Oh Oh, are you watching? And I said I was going to finish up this episode and go watch. And she just said a couple more things. And I'm like, click. Got to switch on Fallon right away. So when we come back, oh. um, things went down. Yes, they did. Things went. Up. <laughs> things went sideways. They did. And things it's came horizontal. out. Yeah, things came out. Things oh. came out. So stick with us. This is uh, Lori and Julia on My Talk 107.1. Well, we'll be right back. Remember when this came out? No, I was in Waikiki. Waikiki, Waikiki, and there was a place called why Waikiki. What were you doing there? I went with a restaurant company. I got mm. kicked out of ASU, and I needed somewhere to go before I came home. So but, I went. Whoa, from, don't
2: back over that. You I, got kicked out of ASU. Oh, I did. What happened? I just never
1: could pass this math class, oh, and wow, I wow. was stupid enough to decide to take it the second semester of the, my year there. Oh, instead of giving myself a little break. Yep. Yep. Because I know I'm not studying. I'm working full time, going out. Yeah, yeah. But so anyway, I needed somewhere to go. So I went to Hawaii um, with, I waited tables everywhere. And um, there was this place and I swore there was a Madonna impersonator. I thought it was Madonna. And I'm like, she's crawling around the floor in this white, you know, the white outfit she wears, yeah, yeah. and like a virgin, and slithering on the floor. I made it through the wilderness. I thought, it's my daughter. <laughs> I've died and made it to heaven. She came to Waikiki. Oh my gosh. And I remember going to see her in concert and thinking, this is everything. I mean, she was such a big part of our lives growing up. And um, seeing her last night on Jimmy Fallon. It made me sad, actually, because um, she is... I think she's 62, and who cares how old she is. Yeah. But, but she is holding on to something so ridiculous yeah. that she looks foolish, and you kind of feel bad for her because she's feels like she's lost all perspective of what's important. Oh, I mean, it, it, when she... I mean the text that I was getting in, and I um, ever since she put in the butt implants, yeah, she's got. It's made her look thick in an area because she was always so fit. Yeah, she had the best body. She was so strong and muscular and just fit. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And so ever since she's put these things in, and Lori's just <laughs> so upset that she has to dance in bloomers instead of a leotard to cover her fanny. Yeah. Um. So she comes out last night on Fallon. And she's promoting Madam X, the documentary. Well, this tour was two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. It's nothing new. Who cares? Yeah. But she stays in this character of Madonna. Yeah. Which isn't doesn't feel like it's a human being. It feels like it's a character. And so it's this short, black, kind of um, play, Playboy bunny outfit with... You know, one red sleeve, um, one red long glove and one kind of lacy yep, yeah. and fishnetty things and high heel shoes. And
3: she looked cheap.
1: She did. And I then, I'm
3: just saying that in a, the nicest way possible. It looks like something, honestly, that like, like we could afford. And I know there's something to that where you're like, what are you, Why are you wearing that?
1: Like, And it's like she's like this woman. And I don't care. Own, own your sexuality oh, totally, and everything. Yeah. But it would be like me. Doing a sexy, slutty, grinding dance to my kids' friends. Yeah. That's how wrong, let me tell, wrong
3: it felt. Let me tell Okay, so, I mean, the thing that really threw me off, and I'm not talking about, like, her looks, It's they're they're fine. She's not, you know, they're fine. I mean, they look really like she's mm, kind of changed her, her she body and things. Yeah. But here's the thing. I was so shocked by the way she looked because the only thing I have ever seen her from is her own social media, which is doctored up to no end. Sure. She changes the way. So I was like, whoa, that's your actual face. And that's what got me. and made me so sad because she presents so differently on Instagram and like makes herself look tiny in her waist and makes her face look different. And I mean, she looks crazy on Instagram. Right. And then when you see your person, you go. Oh, that's it was shocking to me only because I'm like, I've been shown a different person and that's the only, uh, you know, source I have to
1: see her. That's interesting because that's like what it would be like meeting someone in real life. Yeah. After you've seen everything photoshopped on them.
3: Yes, it was exactly that where I was right. like, OK, I'm not mad at the way you look. I get it. Like you've I mean, Doctorina aside you're getting older and all that stuff and if you look fine it doesn't even matter like let's you know I don't I wouldn't say that some of the plastic surgery you did was the greatest uh option but you did it that's fine but it was so jarring to me only because of the way that I thought she looked or at least that like how that juxtaposition of what she
1: actually looks like compared to her Instagram that's interesting so here so at one point and she kept doing these sexy moves to Jimmy Fallon, who just feels asexual to yes, me in absolutely. general. Yeah, And he's like laughing because he's, it's Madonna. It's Madonna and he's yeah. a fan. And so she slithers across his desk and then she gets off of it and he's trying to cover up her butt up with his coat and everything and he's uncomfortable and then yeah. she gets up and then she flashes everyone her butt, which is... A perfect globe. It's like someone put a globe in her underwear. Yeah, it's weird. It's the weirdest shape. But and anyway. it also
3: shows, too, like she's dating a younger man. Oh. And right now, in the younger generations, having a big butt is it's really popular. Right, And so it just kind of shows you, too, she's also skewing to who she's trying to right. make happy. But Here was yeah, a what comment. So Sorry. last
1: night I, I posted a clip and I said, well, it's Madonna. Not sure if we're loving this look. And yeah. we got so many comments. But but here's one that I thought was really kind of captured what I think Sonia felt, I felt, I Lori just, just said, oh, dear, I can't talk. I can't deal yes. with this, you know, because so this woman said, I felt sad, mostly because it shows in general how aging is not always embraced as positive. Yeah, The message around aging needs to be changed and the conversation normalized. Thus, we may not have to see or be women or men trying to recapture our youth. And someone said, I, I cringe. Um, I used to love her. Um, I have secondhand embarrassment. Um, she looks like the triplet to Darcy and Tracy from 90 Day Fiance. Oh, God. <laughs> but I think it's about... Because she was such a, you know, go-getter. No yeah. one said no to her. And we have clips yeah. that we're going to play later, Gran. I don't feel like we're going to get to them now. And you did a lot of work on them, so we'll play them at four because there's a lot of truth or lie things she did last night, which was kind of yeah. fun, so we'll learn more about that. Yeah. But I think the thing about... Um, You know, we had on Kim Douglas the other day talking about menopause.
0: All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: Mm-hmm. And she's talking about how no one in Hollywood has ever gone through menopause. Yeah. You know, her fifty and sixty-year-old friends have are still having their periods every week and yeah, everything normal's happening because no one talks about aging. And yeah. then you see like, um, Uh, The Halloween Jamie Lee Curtis, who Uh just says the other day, you know, the plastic surgery is wiping out an entire generation of what people women look like. Yeah. And um, you see, I'm I'm all for looking your best, feeling your best. But I think she she just feels so classless i feel like she is catering to the 27 year olds
3: and that's what what makes me sad so i don't even even if she wants to come out and do these things and 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 say that i'm this age and i still want to you know lay on a desk and show my butt whatever i don't care
1: but you're right well i do it all the time around here so i can understand i wish someone would film it but what makes
3: me sad is what you're saying is that what she is reaching for she'll never get and so she'll That happiness will never be obtained because I'm sorry, Madonna, you're never going to be 20 again. And that's okay. But I don't think you're going to accept that. Like, I think that she thinks with enough money, resources, and she surrounds herself with people that say yes, and, Mm -hmm. you know, dating young people, being Mm -hmm. around young people, is she can get that kind of that almost that saying that she's 20 again in some weird way. I mean, the way she was acting, the way you can tell is just like, yeah. You're never going to obtain that. And that makes me sad.
1: It, right. And, and the other part, when you're watching the interview, and I was talking to Bradley about this, I believe, you. Know, she doesn't feel comfortable in her being. Yeah. I mean, this woman has more money than anything. She could have anything she wants, but she can't sit still yeah. and feel like a real—she doesn't feel real. no. And f- like you said, she's filtered. She's yeah. just everything's filtered.
2: I feel like there's and I this is a really bad assumption, but there's like the way she's not filtered and the way she acts, there's like medic there's gotta be some sort of like
1: She doesn't do drugs, she doesn't smoke. We she learned all this she last night. She does like I feel like nope. that someone's on, on a lot of Xanax
2: right now. Well she might
1: smoke acting. pot, but but I grant this is how she's been. I think yeah. it's it's just this detachment from reality. reality. But point. she's had it since she's been twenty because she was everything and idolized and yep. everything and I think that's hard for us cool. to see our idol not idol age well <laughs> but I mean it's it's yeah, it's something point. we'll talk more about it but if there's a clip on Laurie and Julia you can um, on our Instagram page you can see her slither across the desk mm. and look at her globe shaped butt <laughs> um, weekend goals is all I'm going to say um, we're going to take a break and when we come back Chris Hewitt from the Pioneer or no, Star Tribune is going to be with us we're going to talk movies we've got Chris Hewitt with us from the Star Tribune hi Chris hello how are you
2: good how are good.
1: you excellent excellent Brittany's sitting in for laurie and grant is our new producer so we've got a team here uh ready to go that i wanted you know who you were talking to besides me hey chris thank sorry, you sorry i'm not laurie but someday well we hey, are britney we hey, are chris. too okay <laughs> what is i mean i went to see um shang chan in the ten rings or whatever <laughs> In in a movie theater, and I loved being in a movie theater, see that kind of music, that movie. Do you think No Time to Die this weekend is just going to do gangbusters?
2: I think it's going to do gangbusters. It probably won't do as well as Shang-Chi did, mostly because uh, its audience is going to be a little older and a little more adult. Okay. But I think, so Shang-Chi, I think it did something like 90, a little bit uh, more than 90 million in its first weekend. And I think they're expecting James Bond to do about 75.
1: Wow. Okay. Is that good for them? Do they feel happy with that?
2: Yes. In fact, uh, you probably saw they did thursday night kind of early sneak late night screenings last night and it beat the record for the previous best bond movie which was specter so they're thinking it's going to do very very well
1: oh we've only waited what two and a half years or something crazy for this
2: well it was originally supposed to open i want to say march of last year so yeah a year and a half
1: oh gosh all right so tell us what did you love it oh here we go Uh,
2: (laughs) Love is a strong word. I wouldn't say love. There's definitely, there are definitely parts of it that I would would say that I loved. But it's too long. It's two hours and 45 minutes long. Oh, wow. And it is kind of like two movies stapled together. Okay. And Rainy Malik is not a good villain.
1: Oh. Now that's, that's, because he's such a good actor, that's surprising to me.
2: Yeah, I don't know if it's just maybe his wheelhouse is more sort of I don't want to use the word realistic, but more sort of naturalistic roles or okay, something. Okay, yeah. He just doesn't you know, you kinda of want the James Bond villain to be having fun. Right. And be a worthy adversary for um Daniel Craig as double O seven and somehow he just he's like kind of whispery and it seems like he's a little bored.
1: Oh, that is
2: interesting. While he's struggling for world domination.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Is there, um, do you think that, I mean, are all the the new technologies and everything, and it's still relevant and exciting? Yeah. You know, it's
2: not. Oh, go ahead.
1: No, you go ahead.
2: Well, it's not as... uh, device-oriented as some of them had been, particularly ones earlier in the series where we would always see Q with some new, you know, ballpoint pen exactly. that turned into a rocket launcher or right. whatever. I would say there's less of that in this one, although one thing that is very appealing about this one is Ben Wishaw is the actor who now plays Q, and he has a much bigger role. And I think he's a fantastic actor. People maybe know him best as the voice of Paddington Bear in the Paddington uh, movies, sure. but he's a fantastic actor, and they give him a lot to do. And there's sort of a hint that he's going to have even more to do in future iterations of Bond. So, uh,
1: oh, I, I like him. We recognize him. Fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. So is so that's going to happen. Now, the other new movie that's opening this week is South of Heaven with Jason T- Sudeikis and Evangeline lily I, I, I butchered both those names, but just go with me. Um, did, <laughs> okay. you,
2: did Jason you, and Evangeline.
1: <laughs> did you like it?
2: I did like it, mostly because, uh, and this is a movie that is, gosh, I don't think it's in theaters. I think it's only streaming. I might be wrong about that, but... Um, the thing that I like most about it is that it's such a change of pace for practically everybody who's in the movie. Jason Sudeikis plays this guy who in the very first scene is going before a parole board to get out of prison and his pitch is my fiance is dying and I want to get out now while she's still alive and give her the best final year I can possibly give her. Oh. But then he gets pulled into a heist and there are complications oh. and she gets kidnapped. and. Oh. But the thing, it's kind of funny, which you obviously would expect with Sudeikis in it, but it's really more of kind of a a one-last-job type heist thriller. And Mm -hmm. I thought Jason Segetis, Sudeikis, was fantastic in it. He's much more subdued than we're used to him and believable, and the romance is kind of sweet. Uh, So, yeah, I did like it.
1: Okay, I'm kind of excited about That's on Amazon, you're right, Amazon Prime. Okay. So that's where sure. people can see that. Yeah, I saw him be interviewed last night on Seth Meyer. and um, it, it would be a t- completely different role because I'm so used to him as Ted Lasso now.
2: Yeah, and even on all of the characters that he used to play on SNL, there were there were elements of them that felt kind of in common, um, and I think he gets rid of all of those mannerisms in this part. It's a It's a legit performance, and it makes me kind of excited to see what else he's going to be able to do.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, he, he he's he's a cool guy. Who are you interviewing after us?
2: Uh oh, I'm doing a story about there are a bunch of uh ha- uh Halloween themed plays coming up, so I'm interviewing people for that story about three or four shows that have sort of spooky themes for the Holidays. My premise is kind of, it almost seems like Halloween is becoming the new Christmas for theaters.
1: Oh, right. And for um, house decorations. I mean, people oh, are putting gosh. up Halloween trees.
2: There are trees?
1: Yeah, yeah, Halloween trees. Oh, yeah, it's taking over.
2: Well, and I had to go to a craft store last <laughs> week to pick something up right. and was shocked to find out that we've gone way beyond Halloween already. And there was Christmas merchandise already available.
1: Oh yeah. Halloween is 50% off at Michael's. I've been to three of them this week. I mean, (sighs) Halloween is on sale and Christmas is right. You're right. You're right. Okay. I know we, we're only going to have you for one segment, the eyes of Tammy Faye. Did you like it?
2: I not a lot. Um, it's, you know, I think of interest to people here because she grew up in International Falls. And a lot of the story is set in the period when she was growing up right. there. And then she went to North Central Bible College in Minneapolis, which is where she met, unfortunately, I think it turns out, Jim Baker. Right. Um, and I think there are interesting elements of it, but it's a little bit. And I know that she was an exaggerated person. So this maybe seems crazy to say the movie's cart Cartoonish, but it is a little bit cartoonish. It doesn't seem to quite get at the humanity of the woman. And there was a documentary which had the exact same title several years ago called the eyes of Tammy Faye that is much better. And so I think if people are interested in her, that's the thing to go
1: for. Were you surprised? Cause Jessica Chastain is such a good actress.
2: And I don't think it's her fault at all. Okay, They weighed her down with these like fake chipmunk cheeks almost. And, even though Tammy Faye Baker had a lot of makeup on, yeah. put, it seems to me even more. And somehow, I guess we got used to Tammy Faye Baker with that look, right. but we're not used to Jessica Chastain with that look. Got it. I mean, she could be in a circus.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, didn't she say she went through like two and a half hours of prosthetics every day and that she was going to have permanent damage because she was more than makeup so much or something? I feel like she I had some outrageous.
2: That interview, Yeah.
1: Gosh! All right, so give us, out of the last of the recent things you've seen, what's one movie out of these that you think people would like to watch this weekend?
2: Hmm. You know, I would almost recommend maybe The Guilty. Okay. That is a movie where it's almost all Jake Gyllenhaal. He plays a 911 operator who gets a call from a woman who... Seems to be in trouble and who is speaking to him in code because she's being driven around by what it seems like is somebody who kidnapped her. Mm -hmm. And he basically has to keep her on the line and try to figure out what's going on and try to figure out how to get her help. And as the movie progresses, it takes place in real time. So it's like 90 minutes from start to finish. As the movie progresses, we begin to learn more about why he's so involved in her case and what he can maybe learn from her. It's really, really interesting.
1: Oh, I want to see that. And that's on Netflix, I think, isn't it?
2: Correct. Yep. That's only
1: streaming. Yep. Okay, so that one sounds good. Are you um, excited about I know the um, Ben Affleck and um, Matt Damon movies coming out next weekend. Are you going to be seeing it?
2: I am going to be seeing it. I'm, you know, next week. I have to admit, I'm, and this might not be up your alley, but I'm probably more excited about the Halloween Kills, the the Halloween sequel with Jamie Lee Curtis.
1: Okay, well, tell it. You um, are excited about that. Everyone else likes that crap of me.
2: The last one was really good, and who knows, maybe they can't do it twice in a row, but I'm a little suspicious about Ben Affleck and Matt Damon in Medieval Garb.
1: <laughs> I personally think they'd look good in it, but okay, I get that. It had mixed <laughs> You personally review. think
2: they look good in the scenes where they tuck off the armor and take a swim in the river? Yeah, just whatever. with a
1: nice little loincloth. I yeah. think they both <laughs> would look pretty good. <laughs> I take him so Halloween, that's right, that's coming out next week. Well, hopefully um, you guys read Chris Hewitt. He's in the Star Tribune, and um, it is so nice to talk to you, honey, and hopefully in studio soon.
2: Yes, next time, let's get me in there.
1: All right, we will. All right, thanks for your time, Chris. Have a great weekend, and you can follow Chris Hewitt on Twitter at? Hewitt
2: Hewittstrib.
1: Got it. All right, thanks. Thank you. We will talk you. to you soon, and when we come back, actually... We've got um, a lovely woman that um, one of our anchors from Channel 5 will be joining us to tell us about a really cool event. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. We are so happy and we are so delighted to have one of our our own from our own um, Hubbard family with us in KSTP Channel 5, Leah McLean, who we love, is with us. And if you um, want to know, Leah is a dynamite anchor. She anchors the 11 o'clock news on Channel 5 the new news on 45, and then the 4.30 news on Channel 5.2. So hey. we're thinking, you've got a lot. You're covering, and today you're going to tell us about a special event you're hosting tonight. Well, thanks so much for having me. I haven't been up here in forever.
0: I, we're in the same building. We, we run into each other at lunch
1: we often. We do, <laughs> and we always have great chats. You're yes, one of my do. faves. <laughs> you're one of my faves. Oh, so, yes. nice to see you. Thank you. Yeah, well, and thanks for asking about this event.
0: So yes. I'm excited. It's... um. It's a virtual gala. Yes, we're still doing this. You know, a lot of events have been back and forth on do we go in person, do we go virtual? Right. We're doing this virtual. And it's for Courage Kenny, which um which does... is our
1: project down in Dirty Charity. Oh, I didn't know that yes. Howard
0: Broadcasting is deeply involved with this organization. Yes, they which are.
1: is a great group. The work they do for
0: so many people is really incredible, and they help people who are recovering from so many things, from illness, from injury, Traumatic get their pain, life back.
1: injury. Yes. yes. And yes. now they're also dealing
0: with people, uh, um, helping people who are dealing with long-term COVID effects. Oh, That's
1: wow. That's been another big thing for them.
0: And really, COVID's impacted the organization like it has everybody else. Yes. Um, as they've added a little bit more space for everybody, a big push with our gala this evening is to add... Um, more of this important equipment that they use in more locations. They actually have 50 locations around Minnesota. I don't know if a lot of people knew that. I never knew that. that. I didn't either, actually. I just learned that. Because they've got the big spot in Golden Valley. Yeah. They've got a couple other big locations. They're associated with Alina, um, Alina Hospitals and Clinics. Um, and they have 50 locations, and they want to add some of this really important equipment at some more of their locations so people don't have to drive all over the state to get these important therapies.
1: Got it, got it. And you know, some of the... It's kind of cool, and the timing is yes, serendipitous.
0: Serendipitous? Yes, there it you go. Is.
1: <laughs> is that we a, a woman that um, is a friend of my talk, who um, we met at a breast cancer event and her husband uh, went through um, Courage Kinney and in 2012 he spent yeah. eight months there and she sent us.
2: I'm Bradley Trainer,
0: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: It's a letter. Literally, I got it yesterday. Oh, really? I got it yesterday and she just said um, he spent four months mm-hmm. in rehab at Courage Kenny in Golden Valley and we had a colleague of ours, Steve, mm-hmm. who also... Had a traumatic brain injury mm-hmm. when a mattress hit him on his that's motorcycle, right. oh, my if you goodness, remember, and he spent right. time there. Yeah. And they said um, Jim had to learn how to walk, talk, take care of himself, and regain mobility. Yeah. And um, they, it was unbelievable. The medical staff, along with the various, various physical therapists, occupational therapists, and other trainers, brought my husband back to me. Wow. And how they approach everybody and how kind they are and their determination and how they work with people. And she just... They are so grateful. Aww. They continue to volunteer f- f- with um, Courage Kenny, and just said, "Yeah, it makes such an impact when you have something traumatic happen mm-hmm. in your life, and when you're even talking about the long term COVID effects because these we've heard about hard time breathing." Um, what are some of the, I'm trying to think of some of the other symptoms that I've heard about, but there have been for the people who've been
0: really knocked out by this, who spent significant time in the hospital, Mm -hmm. you know, you sit in a hospital bed getting better for a long time with all those intensive therapies. Some people have to learn how to walk again. Some people have to write or even, even some speech therapies that people are having to do. Um, so to have an organization like that here, you know, here in town too, right? a top notch nationally recognized organization Mm -hmm. like courage, Kenny is great for helping people who, who need to just get back to doing some of those things that used to be normal and easy, but they have to relearn how to do them. You know, we used to have a... Um Gosh, I don't know if we still do. Times have changed, but we had a Channel Five
1: ski team. And
0: I remember.
1: I won. I, did you participate in this? I was on a different ski team when okay. media. When I was yes, there, yes. yes, the but media I'd challenge. Left, yes, so we would go and we'd ski at the different
0: ski places yes. around town, and we'd race. Not that I'm any good, but it was a chance no to no get outside. <laughs> but here's who was good: the people with Courage Kenny, who showed up with the adaptive ski gear. Yes, and they would beat everyone. Isn't that there something? They were these amazing athletes, and they just needed some cool gear to get out there and they just they showed everybody up it was it was great to watch
1: oh my gosh and you know and so tonight their goal is to raise four hundred thousand dollars to support like you were talking about advanced rehabilitation technology serving clients and patients in minnesota and western wisconsin so when you're you know, part of this I'm seeing tonight because you're going to hear stories of people, obviously, who have gone um, through Courage Kenny, who mm-hmm. are still involved with Courage Kenny yeah. because it changes lives. It does. And um, how do people? I'm I'm looking. We have Brittany here, um, my lovely assistant today. Um, Grant's over there, but. Tell us, Brittany, how do people take part of the gala tonight?
3: It's so easy. So you're going to go to your Google, and you're putting in a Toast to Courage gala, and it's the first link. And then from there, there's actually a couple different really cool options. You can be our guest and attend and watch our beautiful hosts and and watch a lot of inspiring stories that people are going to tell. You can actually start bidding right now if that's you right. Want. Cool items what, up what, for auction. Give us, give us an idea. Oh, well, oh, wish I wish I... Do you have it in front
1: of you? I am going well, to... Well, we've got... I yes. can tell you, right, friend. Try.
0: There's a really cool wine piece. You can buy somebody's amazing wine um, collection. Okay. Um, there's a chance to go to the Vikings. Um, wild. Oh, in the wild. Yes, that's what it was. And there's a fourth one. Uh, there there's, uh, I have it in front got, of me somewhere. Uh,
3: Viking versus Packers. Yep, that's Super so fan experience.
1: Because that's yes. going to be the game we're for sure going to win this year. <laughs> of course. And we you could say you were there.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a fan you are.
1: I- <laughs> and
3: then um, the ultimate dining
1: out package
0: that's what it was which oh. actually
1: you know what don't we need that right now oh, oh my god yes yes
0: big get time. out have some fun it's time
1: big time do you like hosting these i think they're really fun mm-hmm. and you know it's funny when we move leah McLean, if you're listening to the voice
0: mm-hmm. thank you yes mm-hmm. leah mcclain father witness news mm-hmm. uh <laughs> a lot of these events as you know moved virtual in the last year and a half and at first we were like oh it feels kind of lame They do an amazing job with these things, and a lot of people have turned it into a thing. Yeah. So you have your close friends and family over. You get dressed up at home. Yeah. Yeah. And they're doing this after-party thing where they have um, a trivia, like a music trivia, I think it is. Yeah. Um, That's a fun game to play. So they make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. and I think, it's, I think it's a neat thing to do. Yeah, it'll be nice when we go back to, to the old world where we sit in a banquet hall and, you know, have pre-served desserts already it on sounds, our table. It <laughs>
1: fun, but, but ser- seriously, this is a yeah. good option. You know... And all the years, because it used to be, we would cut into the four o'clock news with Leah McLean, and we had yes. cameras in here a hundred years have, ago. We'd have a question of the day and yep. sometimes we liked it. Sometimes we didn't. Mm-hmm. And we, we would work with Leah and I can't <laughs> even think of who the anchor was. It was Ken Amunamato or no. someone. Oh, stop it. Ken, Ken, Ken Nino Mia. Ken, Ken Nino Mia. Wait.
0: Wow. That's a, f- that's blast, a blast from, from the, the past. past.
1: I mean, I'm thinking of a lot of different people, but right. how did you start in news? Oh,
0: goodness. Um. I started I've been here for 17 years now. Isn't that funny? So and we're on our twentieth.
1: Um, so you came yes. shortly
0: after us. Oh gosh. Okay. So yes. And I um I started here. I was reporting for our morning show. And it was so funny because the boss called me in and I'd been filling in on the weekends for uh-huh. a little while, anchoring. And the boss called me in. It was a um when was it was a cold day. I was outside reporting for our midday show. And he was like, Come on in. And I thought, Oh great, I got the weekend job. I'm gonna come in. And um he was like, "Hey, what do you think about anchoring our five, six, and ten o'clock show?" And oh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> "Okay, sure." Uh, That'd be fun. and it was on my birthday. Remember oh, that wow. it was my. Um Oh, this is terrible! Your twenty second birthday? No, thank you. Uh Yes, Uh, close twenty six. I think it was my twenty sixth birthday. And you
1: got the big job. Isn't that great? I love that.
0: It was really, it was amazing. Yeah,
1: I love that. And you bring
0: after that, I could never leave.
1: You're so good (laughs) at your job, and you're going to do a great job tonight. And again, the website for people to log into. You're going to Google a Toast to Courage Gala,
3: and if you can't attend, you can still donate.